I'm asking all of my listeners, my proud supporters of our courageous men and women in blue to join me and express your unwavering appreciation for law enforcement. Pin Blue Line USA has stylish apparel, great accessories that make a statement and flags that fly with pride. They've got everything you need to show your support for law enforcement. Go to PinBlueLineUSA.com and shop a wide selection of products to show up your patriotism. Use code SID and get 15% off. Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word Sid. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. President Donald Trump, I love you. The front of my house is a huge advertisement for you. I can't wait to see you walk into Pennsylvania Avenue as our next president. Get rid of the creature. Get rid of him. We got to get rid of him. I love you, and I'll be out there working like a dog for you. Donald J. Trump. Love you, guy. Good luck. God watch you. Bye-bye. There's a special message right there from my 89-year-old mother up by Monticello in Conneaga Lake, Naomi Rosenberg, to President Trump. I love you, and I love him too. Folks, without any further ado, let me welcome in the 45th President of the United States and soon to be the 47th President of the United States, my friend Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, good morning. How are you? Well, that was a nice way to start this show. You couldn't do better. That's it. <laughs> I guarantee that's your mom. That sounds like your mom. But uh, would you say hello to her for me? We're going to send her a hat or something. I'll get something over to her because she's great. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you. And she really does love you. She's been around a long time, President Trump, almost 90 years. Seen lots of presidents come and go. And I asked her flat out on the show a couple of days ago. She's on every two weeks. She's become like a cult hero, you know, like a rock star right. like you. And I said, Mom, be honest, be honest, because you're like Kennedy, I think. I said, is Donald Trump the best president ever? She said, son, not even a question. The best president. We're talking 90 years, President Trump. That's a large yeah. sample. Well, you know, uh, what's happening today is making me look a lot better because uh, people really liked me and they loved the job I did. And now they're saying he's better than Reagan. He's better than anybody because they're looking at these people that are in office today. And aside from being the most corrupt president, he's the worst president we've ever had. Jimmy Carter has to be very happy because, uh, <laughs> you know, they'd always say Jimmy Carter, Jimmy Carter. And yep. uh, this guy uh, this guy blows Jimmy Carter away. And Jimmy Carter at least was honest, we think. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, maybe not. But, you know, I had a great conversation. So yeah. Good. yeah, I had a great conversation with our mutual friend, President Trump, Bill White, this morning. And he's in Georgia, of course. And he says... You know, Sid, there's over 250 murderers and rapists and sex offenders and gangbangers. All these folks are out there, and yet Fannie Willis and Brian Kemp, another governor like DeSantis who stabbed you in the back, the Attorney General Chris Carr, all these people in cahoots. And, of course, I know you pled non-guilty. Yes, not guilty, which, of course, you are not guilty. But you look at what's going on with all those people in Georgia. I mean, that's just another example of of this, uh, what they're trying to do, which is election interference. It's nauseating. I don't know a lot of those people, but these are fine-looking people to me, and they got they got screwed, frankly. And, you know, uh, you mentioned Brian Kemp. 
he was dead. He had no chance. And some people came to see me on his behalf that were very good friends of mine. They asked for an endorsement of Brian Kemp. And I took him and he won the election because of me. And he hasn't done a damn thing. And I'll tell you what, why they signed that consent decree, that was giving it away to the Democrats, what they did. The signing of a consent decree, which is a big deal. You don't know what I'm talking about because it's Georgia. But they signed a consent decree that was so bad for Republicans and so bad, frankly, for the state. And uh, it went from there. Now, Brian, Brian Kemp was another surprise. He was a guy I got in. He wouldn't have been governor without me. And then uh, he just, they just go bad. I mean, it's almost like people I don't endorse treat you better. But I must say, most people are good. Most people. You have to sanctimonious was bad. Kemp was bad. Uh, most people are good. They appreciate it. You mentioned the I sanctimonious. Just want them to do a good job, actually, said yeah. I don't want anything. I just want them to do a good job. Sure, that's all that matters. That's fair. Uh, you did mention the sanctimonious President Trump, and I will tell you that I did watch you and Tucker Carlson, and you're great. I mean, you're always great. Uh, but I'm not going to lie. I did take a peek at that debate last week. I said all week long on my show, it's not going to be any good because the man, you, are not there. And it wasn't any good. It was actually embarrassing for your party, i got to say. Uh, but when you watched it, whether it's the Sanctimonious or any one of these folks, uh, Scott or Pence, did any one of these people impress you? Did anyone say, hey, look at me. Maybe I could be your running mate. Maybe I could end up in your cabinet. Any of these folks impressed you with that debate last week? Well, we were looking for the next Abraham Lincoln. We didn't see it. Okay, we didn't see it. But, look, some of them are friends of mine. Actually, some of them called, a number of them called and almost virtually asked my permission, which I respect. And I said, Ron, go ahead. The more the merrier. What difference does it make? And, you know, we've taken a lead in that thing. I don't want to say anything's over because I don't say that. I'm not a believer until it's over, right, as Yogi would say. Ain't over till it's over. But uh, it was uh, the lead. I, I think I'm 50 points up now on the sanctimonious, and I think he could end up going to third and fourth. The guy's got no personality. There's one. He came to me. He begged me for an endorsement. He was out of politics. It was over. He he left the Congress where he was not doing very well, and he wanted to run for governor of Florida. It was over. He said, if you endorse me, I'll win. And I said, you're so far down, nobody, if you bring back George Washington to, to endorse you, you're not going to do it. He said, no, no, I'll win. I'll win. I say, you know what, we'll give it a shot. I knew him a little bit, and frankly, uh, he was one of the hundreds of people that would go on television and talk about the impeachment hoax number one and impeachment hoax number two. So, you know, I got a little support. He was no Jim, uh, he was no Jim Jordan, that I can tell you. But anyway, we did that, and then he won. He went from, like, being 30 or 40 points down. It, he became like a rocket ship, and he won, and, like, immediately, as soon as I pressed the button, the famous button, and he won. And then I got him past the race because he had a race with a Democrat. I did three rallies for him, everything else. And he won. And that was the end of it. I didn't care too much. He won. Big deal. But I got him in. He was dead. He had no chance. You know, some guys have a good chance. Some guys have a little. He had no chance. He was out of politics. He was dead. He was, I mean, literally crying. So he comes up to me. And then four years later, they say, would you run against the president? Would you run? And he said, I have no comment. Now, Sid, you're a street guy. You know what? No comment means. That means he's running. I said, wait a minute. He's running. (laughs) And then I started hitting him hard. And and a lot of people call me, sir, he's a Republican. Please don't hit him that hard. I said, he's a Republican. Not to me, he's not a Republican. So I thought it was a great act of disloyalty. And Kemp, likewise, was just about equal. He was never going to win without me. He would have never, ever won without me. 
And, uh, you know, just these guys, I don't know what happens. They go bad. And it's not like I, you know, I hardly dealt with them. It's not like, gee whiz, I did something, I said something that was incorrect. I, I literally get them in. I say, good luck. Do a good job. Run Georgia. Good luck. Good luck, Ron. Take a, you know, do a nice job. That's it. I didn't ask for anything. But then they come back. I don't know. Some, you know, they have these consultants. Many of them are morons. And they tell these guys what to do. I have an idea. Go against Trump. But going against Trump and the Republican Party has not been good for people. It hasn't been been good for their career path. No, that may be uh, – that's an understatement. Those are the two sad stories. (laughs) They are. I agree with you. And they are sad, both DeSantis and uh, Kemp. But I guess the guy, uh, President Trump, everybody's in love with these days is Vivek. I'm not a huge fan. Maybe you are. I don't know. But uh, what I get from people is, look, we need to make sure the president does well with suburban housewives. For some reason, yeah. people seem to think that's still a tough spot for us. So maybe you should look at a Nancy Mace or a Carrie Lake or a Tulsi Gabbard or a Christy Nome. Have you made up that decision yet with gender or any of those? Or just not yet. So uh, I have looked at a lot of people. I also know that no vice president ever got a president elected. They don't just don't, you know, but they all go in big fanfare. But ultimately, it's the president. Uh, with the suburban housewife, I think we do great. I think the numbers were very skewed last time, to put it mildly. I'm trying to be nice because uh, I want to be nice on your show. So I will not say the election was rigged on your show because I want you to have a job. No, no, you can say it. No, no, you can say it. Well, then the election was rigged. It was a rigged election, (laughs) and it was rigged like nobody. And you got to give Rudy credit. I'll tell you what, Rudy, he he goes through hell because he says that he knows. I mean, he gets – he got it back. He had the laptop before everybody. You know, Rudy was – and Rudy's a friend of yours. Rudy was way ahead of the whole thing. He was two years, three years ahead of all this stuff that's coming out now. He doesn't get enough credit, I'll tell you. Number one, he was the greatest mayor in the history of New York. What he did to New York, he turned it around. It was in shape like it is now, unfortunately. <laughs> and when I see that, I was there not long ago. It was very sad, very sad. When I walk – when I go through that – those streets. I get driven down the streets, and I'll tell you, I look at the scene of New York, and it looks like Bangladesh. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a good situation. It's a, it's so sad. But Rudy gets a lot of credit for he was able to call it early, and they give him no credit, of course. You know, they don't give him any credit. I'm, I'm one of the people that understand it and give him credit. But, uh, yeah, the election was a disgrace. We got uh, – close to 12 million more votes when you think about it, 12 million, than we did the first time. And I was told if you could get the same 63 million that you got the first time, you have it. We got almost 75 million votes. And I was told, you get 63, you win automatically. I got 63 the first time. So, you know, people say, well, you did better in the first election because you want to. I said, no, no, I did much better in the second election. Mm. But the election was rigged. So now we're doing it again. We're more, I think there's more enthusiasm. You can ask your mother, but there's more enthusiasm now than there was for one or two. I mean, we go by, we drive through streets where the signs, every house has a sign, Trump 2024. And that's because it's so bad. You know, when you look at energy independence, we're energy independence. And we had, I passed the largest tax cuts in history, the largest regulation cuts. I rebuilt our military. I took out ISIS. You know all about what I did militarily. I don't have to go through it either. But what we did militarily was incredible. But I rebuilt. 
Then he gave $85 billion of what I rebuilt, brand new stuff, planes, tanks, uh, goggles, everything, night goggles. He's got, they've got better night goggles than we have. But they gave it to Afghanistan in the single worst, most embarrassing situation, in my opinion, in the history of our country. There's never been anything like that where we take the military stupidly. He takes the military out first. Now, you take the military out last and said, you know, 18 months now, one soldier was uh, even shot at when I was president. I called Abdul, who was the leader, still the leader of the Taliban. I said, Abdul, don't do it. I won't go into exact conversation, but it was a very interesting conversation. <laughs> I said, Abdul, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Yep. I'm telling you, you're going to get hit so hard. <laughs> don't do it, Abdul. And you know what? He didn't. 18 months, it was perfect. And then we had the rigged election. And then he takes over, and what they did at the airport was a horrible thing. I met with the great families uh, two nights ago, and they were great. They're devastated. These people are devastated. Mm. It, was all, it was all because of incompetence. You know, all of that you see in Ukraine right now with Russia going into Ukraine, uh, that would have never happened if I was president. Zero chance. And actually, even most Democrats admit it. Putin never would have done it. If I were president— Putin would have never done it. And I was honored. You know, one of the strongest leaders in the whole world right now, Viktor Orban, uh, he's of Hungary, and he's a very powerful leader. Hungary is, you know, actually it's a place doing very well. It does very well. Strong borders. And uh, they asked him, what do you think? What would you recommend to Biden? You probably saw this. He yes. said, Yep. He's got to resign. Yep. Trump has to become president. Yep. Trump had the whole world perfect. He yep. had it perfect. True. They all respected him. They listened to him. Trump has to be president. And if he's not, it's not just the United States. The whole world is going to blow up. And you have to understand, he's one of the toughest and most respected people. When he said that, even my wife, the first lady, even my wife was impressed. <laughs> you know, that's not easy. No, he's right. Uh, he's right. And And how do I know he's right? Because... You did it. It's not a hypothetical yeah. President Trump. Oh, if Trump, you were there for four years. So with all that said, and I'm glad you brought out some of the things you did so well, what is your message this morning, Mr. President, for Letitia James? Well, I just sent something out on truth, and I know a lot of your people get truth, but I just wrote it because she's been after me for years, and she's a woman that uh, used me to try and become governor, and that didn't work. But she used me also to become attorney general. And I just, should I read what I just wrote on truth? Go ahead, read it. Or do you want me? I, I mean, I, 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 I'm on truth social, and I, and I post all the time, and I read it every day because I love than, you. It's but better ahead. than Twitter or X yes. or whatever. It's the hottest thing. Everybody should be on truth. But So I just wrote this out. In the New York State, A.G. Letitia James, who's doing a terrible job. Look at crime all over the city. It's horrible all over the state. In that case... Let's see, in the New York State education, Leticia James, I was targeted, given no jury, no extensions, no commercial division, no constitutional rights, no anything. The Democrat judge hates Trump with a passion, which is true, so unfair. The thing I have is a great case based on phenomenal numbers that show a net worth billions of dollars more than she viciously and falsely claimed, very little debt. Big cash, a powerful disclaimer clause, paid off loans, loans paid off everything beautiful, no defaults, very happy banks, great assets, 
I was defamed by New York State. This is all about election interference. Well done. And, you know, I built a great company. And I have, and she comes out and sues me because she said I got a loan or loans based on statements. My statement is not as good as the facts, okay? And now they know that, and they don't really know what to do because, you know, we've gone through years of, of litigation on this thing, years. And now they understand that, and they don't know what to do. And it's a terrible situation. And I have others of that. Look at this Georgia situation, different. But it's election, it's harassment. Yep. It's, they think they're going to get more votes. So Letitia James tried to run for governor, as you know. She never got above like 2%, and she failed. Uh, but she became attorney general by saying, I will get Trump. I will get, we got <laughs> tapes all over the place screaming at everybody, I'll get Trump, I'll get Trump. Uh, and she ends up beating a lot of people, you know, beating with a very small vote. You split up the vote lots of different ways, and she becomes attorney general. And her whole thing is Trump. But now the problem is my numbers are great. I built a great company. It's a great company. Most people said, you're crazy not to just stay where you were and just relax. But we're building a great country. We're going to make America great again. And America right now is not great. America right now is a laughing stock all over the world. So that's, you know, that's what we go through. Then we have deranged Jack Smith. He's a deranged person. He's like deranged. And where is Biden, you know, like with his boxes? He's got 10 or 15 or 20 times the number of boxes. And he's not under the he wasn't covered under the Presidential Records Act. I am which makes it totally I'm allowed to do anything. I mean, yep. it literally – now, they can ask, but they can't tell. And this was passed exactly for this reason. But Biden doesn't come under that act. And what Biden did is a big problem. But he doesn't have deranged Jack Smith. So, you know, so this is what I have. It's, not, it's I guess it's fun being Donald Trump, but I don't <laughs> care one way or the other. People say, why do you do it? I say, I do it because we made this country so great. Then COVID came in. There's never been a period the day before COVID, never been a period like that. Everybody, African-American, Asian-American, everybody, Hispanic, everybody had jobs, the highest paying jobs they've ever had. Uh, Everybody was doing great. Women, men, suburban women, as you would say, Sid. I mean, everybody was happy. And they're happy now because they know that I'm going to keep them safe. That's the biggest thing. For them, I'm going to keep them safe. We're not going to have World War Three. You're going to end up in World War Three with this stupid idiot running our country. Couldn't agree more. Person. I know I he couldn't agree. More. Good, yes. He was never good in prime time, Sid. So nope. anyway, so we are going to make America great again, and that's why I do it. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at info at gabolaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. 
If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. And we need you back badly. We love you. Before I let you run here in the last 60 seconds, you know, you mentioned Kemp and DeSantis, a couple of guys ended up stabbing you in the back. You know, I know your, your new book is out, Letters to Trump, which you can get at 45books.com. And what's funny about that book, too, President Trump, is Oprah, Alec Baldwin, Hillary Clinton, all these people kissed your ass. And much like DeSantis and yeah. Kemp, they all came back and stabbed you in the back, right? I mean, it's kind of the same premise, right? Well, what happened in that case is when I uh, announced that I was running for politics and as a Republican, and I said, wall, we need a wall. You and I built 500 miles of wall, which had a big impact. We had the safest border in the history of our country three years ago, and now we have the worst ever in the world. There's never been anything like this. Just take a look at Madison Avenue. Take a look at what's happening in New York, okay? It's so sad to see it. But we had the safest border, and now we have the worst— but when I announced I'm running and then I announced the wall and I announced heavy on crime and heavy on this and heavy on drugs. And, you know, I had drug use. I had drug coming into the country, the lowest it's been in 40 years. And, uh, you know, I did a lot of things. And all of a sudden, people that were absolutely very nice people, but they, uh, they you know, it didn't matter to me. I, I knew this was going to happen. Uh, They're not into building walls. You see that. They want to have open borders where the world can just pour into our country and and take everything away from our military. I mean, we're we're treating illegal aliens better than we're treating our retired soldiers, much better. It's not even our veterans are not being treated nearly as well as people that came into the country illegally. In many cases, these are people from prisons, from mental institutions. They came in from mental insane asylums, very, very— mentally sick people. Countries are dropping these people into the United States and, of course, terrorists. But they're bringing them into the United States totally unchecked. We don't they walk right into our country. We have jails are being emptied out all over the world, but all over, in particular, South America. You go and look at their jail population. Some of them have nobody there. They've dumped them all into the United States so they can attack your mother. OK, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, you're right. So they can yeah. do damage. And it's a it's a horrible thing what's happening, Sid, horrible it, to our country. It is. Well, listen, not only are you the best president ever, but congratulations on winning your senior club championship in golf. <laughs> That's a big date. I know you love that. And uh, please just uh, I know they're they're killing you. I know they are. But keep doing what you're doing. Keep talking because you provide so much hope and promise for so many of us, including me, who wake up every day hoping and praying that you're back on Pennsylvania Avenue in 2024 because you are the best. President Trump, well, thank, thank you for you, doing Rick. this. Thank you. You've been my friend for a long time, and you just take care. Say hello to your mother. Okay? I will. Thank you, President Trump. Thank you. Thank God bless you. you. All right. There he is, folks. Got to love that guy. Got to love that guy. I love him. 45th president, soon to be the 47th president of the United States, my friend Donald J. Trump.